Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today we'll be talking about when he appears. Stick around for some hope healing and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today is the 7th of November, 2022, and we have a event-filled tour portion this week. Not that they aren't always event-filled, but this one I think is really important. I encourage you to read it. It is titled Vaira, which means he appeared, and you can read more. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to chapter 22, verse 24. The half tour portion is 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 37. And then you have the Brit Hadashah, chapter 17 to verses 28 to 37. They all tie in really well together. Talking about when Adonai appears, he provides for us. You know, he's uh, Jehovah Jireh, he's our provider. And this is really evident in the Torah portion this particular week. And I think I talked about it a lot last year as well, because it really is probably, in my mind, for the Old Testament, it is jam-packed with so many important things. But I think it also comes back to what happens when Adonai chooses to appear in our lives, whether it be in the times of Abraham or even in the times now, he is able to provide for each and every one of our needs, whether we see it in the moment or not. He is there and he is providing for us. And it may not be in the way that we're thinking we should be provided for, right? So great examples in this particular tour portion, you have Abraham and Sarah, they rush to provide for the three strangers. And then Adonai provides a way out for Lot and his family because, you know, they lived in Sodom. Adonai allowed Lot to escape Sodom and then go to Zoar. He opened Sarah's womb and provided her with a son just as he promised Abraham. He saved Hagar and Ishmael in the desert and provided a place for him to live. And I think the the greatest one in this particular tour portion is Adonai asked Abraham to sacrifice his one and only son. And Abraham truly had the fear of Adonai and he trusted him and he chose to do it. But at the last moment, Adonai provided a ram to be sacrificed in the place of Isaac. Which of course is what we call a shadow picture of what Yeshua did on the cross for us. So I think it's just so important for us to remember that and to be reminded that it may not be in such a fantastic way uh, in our own lives. However, it still is done. You know, the Lord provides for us. He's provided this earth for us to live on. He provides the seasons in their times at the proper times for us to be able to harvest, you know, plant and harvest food so that we can eat food. He provides the animals, and some of them he's provided for us to eat. Other ones he's provided for us to clean up after our messes. And I think it's just a beautiful picture of how well Adonai provides for each and every one of his children. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I've had a, a very eventful week. I'm sure you have as well. We actually 
if I haven't mentioned this before, we actually uh, refinanced our home to actually be able to tap into our equity of our home and to do some renovations on the home we live in so that it's actually worth what they're saying is worth now because, you know, we're all the homes are worth a ridiculous amount of money at this point in America. And instead of selling our home and, and trying to buy another house closer to where our congregation is, we decided to stay in the town that we're in and allow our children to complete high school. And after that, then we'll talk about perhaps moving closer to our, our congregation. But until then, we decided, you know what, we should really make this house uh, better than it is because of what Adonai has provided for us in the past. He's provided this home for us. We want to be good stewards of it. We want to update it and upgrade it as best as we can. So this past week, we were finally able to get in uh, granite countertops that we had ordered, I don't know, probably two months ago. And they're finally were ready. We did it in our kitchen and in our bathrooms. And uh, we were able to also have another contractor come in and put faucets in our uh well, in our kitchen sink first, and then we had to wait a couple days until he could do the bathroom. But, you know, God provides for us. He, he's given us water to drink, right? He's given us a roof over our head, the clothes on our back, the beautiful sunshine that we get to enjoy. Um, and for me, fall is actually my favorite season. In North Carolina, it varies on whether or not it's actually going to feel like fall. We actually, it felt like fall a couple weeks ago. It was actually pretty darn chilly. It was awesome. But the past week, it was actually kind of icky, in my opinion, because uh, it actually went up to like 80 degrees. But you know what? He's, God knows what he's doing. He has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of our lives. And I think if we recognize how well he provides for us and we are thankful for that provision, I think we're better for it. We're better human beings for it. Instead of complaining and groaning and saying, well, I don't have this or I don't have that. And simply just being thankful for what God has given us. I think that's really important, especially this time as Americans, we're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, which is my husband's favorite holiday. And this past week, I've definitely been feeling that every time I, and it's crazy. I'm, I'm such a, simple person. I really am. I'm entertained by the small things, but I'm also grateful for those things too. I walk into my bathroom and I almost want to cry because I think I don't deserve to have such a nice thing. And it's just a material item. But in my mind, it's like, I don't deserve to have granite countertops and these beautiful faucets. And um, it's, it's ridiculous. I know, but that's my whole mindset. But it's like, no, like the Lord is providing for you so that you can better provide for your family in the future. and. You know, we had a kind of scary thing happen a couple nights ago. Our son was at a friend's house and he ingested something he probably shouldn't have ingested. And he had a reaction to it and we had to call an ambulance and, you know, take him to the hospital. And it was just a whole mess. But it made me thankful because, one, my son had friends who were willing to call my son's parents you know, call us and say, hey, this is what's going on with your son. We don't know what to do. What should we do? Can you please come and help him? And two, that it wasn't life-threatening to the point where he would need like an EpiPen or some other, you know, he wasn't, it wasn't like he was comatose or not breathing. They were able to sedate him and help him to his body to just reset itself, I guess. But it's just, I'm so thankful, one, that my children are all alive, they're safe, and they are healthy. 
because God has provided that. Now, are some of us not as healthy as other others? Yes, we each have our own crosses to bear. For myself and for my oldest son, we both have health issues. And I believe that that's one of the struggles that we are tested on daily. Because I can choose to be depressed and just sad and just want to just give up on life because I'm just not where I want to be. I'm not how I want to look. I don't weigh what I want to weigh. My body seems to be against me. It doesn't like what I eat. It doesn't, you know, it has reactions to things. Or I can choose to simply give thanks to the Lord and understand that, Lord, I don't know what your plan is right now, but I am so thankful that you are providing me with a body to live in, that I have a breath to breathe that you have given me. And sometimes that's all it can be, you know, and it's funny because um, when the rabbi was in charge of the congregation, a lot of times we we have people come up and, and give a testimony for that week or whatever. And if nobody would raise their hand, the rabbi would say, come on, uh, how many of you have woken up this morning and are breathing? Because that is something that the Adonai has given to us and has provided for us. Without him, we would not be breathing and living. And that is something to be thankful for. And I think that when we need to recognize that when he's providing for us, that is him appearing in our lives. It doesn't have to be him physically there in front of us. But he is constantly in our midst and with us every step of the way, no matter what situations arise, no matter what kind of tragedy strikes. Adonai is there in the midst and he has appeared before us to walk with us and be with us every single step of the way. You know, I, you know, every single person I know has, is going through some, something in their lives where they are just struggling with something or they're just frustrated with something and they're overwhelmed with something. You know, I have a friend of mine who's a, one of the bus drivers at our school and she is just dealing with some serious sinus issues because like I said, it was nice and cold a couple weeks ago and now it's just warm and it's of course confusing the trees, making him think it's spring and it's not spring and that causes severe allergies and she just sounds terrible and looks terrible and, but you know what? She's still praising God throughout it. You know, and the same is true of, you know, my family, they just moved from California to Nebraska. Um, my mother and father and my sister and my nephew and it's a challenge. You know, you're, you're dealing with a lot of different personalities. You're dealing with, uh, having to unpack everything. You're dealing with trying to buy a new vehicle because they only have one vehicle and they kind of need two vehicles. You know, it's, you guys know you have lives, right? You know that the struggle is real, but if we choose to remember Adonai's provision and to, recognize that it's not only in the days of the Bible that Adonai appears to his people, but it's also in the here and now where he chooses to appear to his people. That's what the Holy Spirit is, what the Ruach HaKodesh is. It is there to be with us and guide us and, you know, nudge us in the right direction, in the direction that Adonai wants us to be walking, right? Sometimes it can be hard, especially when you're dealing with something and you're right in the midst of it. But I think it's important to remember that we may not have angels appearing to us. We may not have Adonai appearing to us or Yeshua appearing to us. But we do have the Ruach HaKodesh and he is appearing to us each and every day in each and every one of our circumstances. 
And I recognize that this may be a, a shorter podcast and I apologize for that. But that's really what was laying on my heart today and what I've been thinking of. You know, I I hope that you all are having a really good time with your your family, your friends, loved ones. My daughter actually went on a, uh, it wasn't a date. They were just hanging out with a boy from school. I actually like this boy. He's actually one of the better ones. But, you know, they're still both like, I think, 17. My daughter will be 17 actually in a couple weeks. And it's kind of a hard time because they're at that age where you don't necessarily really want them to be dating, especially the way the world tells you you should be dating. But you also want to give them a little bit of leeway and, and acknowledge that they are trustworthy. This particular child, I've never had any issues with in that area. So we're choosing to kind of go out on a limb and say, okay, you want to hang out with this guy? That's fine. They chose to go bowling. And so my husband and I are like, okay, we're going to go bowling too. We're not going to be in the lane right next to you. We're going to be a few lanes down, but we'll still be there if you need us. And shockingly, my daughter was okay with that. I was kind of surprised, but it's still a thing. My husband and I are absolutely terrible at bowling, but we had fun trying. And I think that that's really what life is all about. Trying. Even if you're not really good at something, if you are doing something that God's called you to do, and I don't know, has provided a way for you to do it, that you do it with as much joy in your heart as you possibly can and be obedient to what it is that he's called you to do. Really great example of that is this podcast. For any of you who have listened since the beginning, you know this is not my jam. This is not something I'm super comfortable doing. I don't really like putting myself out there if I can help it. I really am an introvert at heart, but I don't mind what Adonai has called me to do, but it's definitely not something I would do without him calling me to do it, if that makes any sense. A lot of times when Adonai has called you to do something, one of the ways you can know if it's what he's called you to do is if it makes you uncomfortable because typically what he's asking you to do will make you uncomfortable. Not always, but typically also, obviously you want to make sure that it lines up with the word of God, but you want to also make sure that the Adonai is providing a way for it to happen. You can also, you know, it's not like you're just sitting there like, all right, Lord, I know you're just going to provide a way. Like you have to kind of go out there and be proactive about it. But I think it's important for us to remember that Adonai is here. And he appears to us each and every day and that he walks with us and that he loves us. And hopefully that has come across in this particular podcast. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, which you can find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. <speaking in Hebrew> Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua Sashalom in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. May you all have a blessed week. I pray that you would just stop and think and reflect on how the Lord has provided for you in your life and recognize that when that happens, he's appearing to us. He appears to us each and every day through nature, throughout you walk out your door and you see the trees and the leaves and the grass and the birds and the
sky and the clouds, that's him appearing to us. But it's also appearing to us when we have the Ruach HaKodesh in our hearts and he is speaking to us in our lives. May you all have a blessed week. I pray that you would tune in next week. Shavua Tov. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E as in Echo, L as in Lemur, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, the number three at ProtonMail.com. Also feel free to leave me a one-minute voicemail message at anchor.fm forward slash Erica Lacasse. There's a button on my Anchor website that says leave a voicemail. Thank you so much. And remember to leave all messages short and sweet and to the point. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you.